Notes from Greenelsh, number 76. Work as God works. I've been preparing a lesson to teach fourth through sixth graders at church. It seems like several of my recent notes have a common theme, recognizing the love and greatness of God and then responding to it with trust and obedience. Since I don't know what's going on with you, I don't know why God would have me write what I have over the last few weeks. But if you have been open to the teaching, I pray and hope that it has been helpful. We serve an amazing God. His ways are not our ways, and His thoughts are high above our thoughts. Yet His love for us endures forever. His eyes roam throughout the whole earth, looking to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Even though the specifics of when, why, and how God works to accomplish His purposes are many times a mystery to us, we can still learn from some general principles. Here are five ways that God works. First, God works in accordance with His nature. For instance, God doesn't lie because He is truth. He always acts in love because He is love. When we tend to blame God or feel like He's failed, it's not from a character fault with God, but rather a lack on our part of understanding Him or all the circumstances. Fortunately, in time and through faith, God makes things more clear. Two, God works in accordance with His Word. God never changes, and His Word never changes. What He says, He always does. Hundreds of fulfilled promises and prophecies testify to this truth. Three, God works within His design. Nearly all the time, God works within what He has set up in this world and within how He has created us. For instance, He has given us free will. Thus, even though He wants everyone to be saved and has made that possible in Jesus, He does not force people to accept Him. Even with miracles, He'll use natural processes in supernatural ways, like parting the Red Sea for the people of Israel to escape the Egyptian army instead of just transporting them to the other side. Another example is the natural law of the harvest, which God set up. If one sows wheat seed, later he gets a grand harvest of wheat and not jicama. In other words, people reap what they sow. The reaping is of the same kind, it comes in a different season, and it comes in a larger amount. On the negative side, if someone is hateful, then they will be hated even more. On the positive side, if someone is kind, they will receive kindness beyond what they gave out. Now there's more to this law than I've written here. If you're interested, you can do a search for the spiritual law of the harvest, and you can get more information. Another important note is that although the law of the harvest is in effect for all of us, God forgives sin and graciously spares a repentant person its ultimate result, which is destruction. With that said, at times God still allows our actions to have natural consequences for the greater good of refining and transforming our character to be like Jesus. Four, 
God works in response to prayer. God wants us to bring our cares and needs to Him, and He acts on that. Five, God works for the good of people. God always has our best interest in mind. He has done everything to save people and give them eternal life, even though it cost Him the life of His Son, Jesus. God continues to work in this world, calling everyone to Himself and saving those who respond. He adopts them as children, restores them to be like Him, and trains them to do what He does. Given these five ways that God works, we'll see that we should work in a similar way as followers of Him. People once asked Jesus, What must we do to be doing the work of God? Jesus replied, This is the work of God that you believe in Him whom He sent. Our belief in Jesus is not just intellectual. We demonstrate our belief in Jesus by following the example of how He works. For faith without works is not faith. It's dead and useless. So here's what we should do to work as God does. One, we should work in accordance with God's nature. God wants us to be like Jesus He gives believers His Spirit to guide and empower them to do that. Two, we should work in accordance to God's Word. God has revealed most of His will for us in the Bible. We need to study, learn from, apply it, and be encouraged by it in order to experience His best for us. Three, we should work within God's design. God has made each of us unique in our personalities, talents, experience, and resources. He also gives believers spiritual gifts. We should use all of these to glorify Him and help others. Four, we should pray. This is a sweet way to draw close to God. Prayer is more than just telling God what we want or need. It's a special time to talk with Him, listen to Him, and then act on what He tells us. Prayer enables us to grow in understanding Him and to align our will with His. And finally, five, we should work for the good of others. Jesus loves us and laid down His life for us. He is risen and intercedes for us daily. He calls believers to love others, even our enemies, and lay down our lives so more people can come to know God and have eternal life. Others will know we follow Jesus by our love for Him and for them. So, we grow in our relationship with God and we spur others to do the same when we follow Him. Jesus is our greatest gift. He shows us how to follow God. Our intimacy with Him is our greatest gift to others. As we focus on Him and rely on His Spirit at work in us, we experience His abundant life and are able to pass it forward.